Attention, attention, my black brother. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy. It is your boy, Lord Devery, here again, again, and again. And I have my boy back, my co-host for today, my I'm guest, Dover King, <laughs> back for round two. I, you know, I wanted him back because like we had so much that we talked about last episode, and I felt like he was a great asset to the show. So I was you like, know. why the fuck not to come back <laughs> for two? So... How have you been? I've been wonderful. This week has been interesting. Oh, yes. yes, Pride Weekend. <laughs> it's very How? So, what did you do for Pride Weekend? For the Pride Weekend, yeah. um, let me see. So, I had rehearsal on Saturday morning, um, but I did make it to the to the parade. Yes, I was yeah. there. I yeah. was there. We yes. was there. It was that. First of all, that parade is long as hell. Never knew it. <laughs> <laughs> did not know how long I was going to be standing there. My feet yeah. hurt. I yeah. Had, Ciao. It was fun. Yeah. Well, first, the weather was lovely. Mm-hmm. That breeze came through, and I stood there like Kenya Moore, like, gone with the wind, Gone honey. with the wind. I loved that. Yeah. It felt really great. I um, I felt so affirmed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was the first time I actually celebrated in Pride. Like, so, last week was, like, DC Black Pride, which right. was, like, a whole different, you know, club, scenes, you know, all that. This was, like, the, like, you know, Pride parade with the white people, the parade festival, blase, blase. So, it was the first time I ever partaked in it and mm-hmm. like felt like I could wear a crop top or wear my rainbow stuff. I was walking around my apartment complex with my rainbow stuff all over me. Like, you gonna get it. Y'all gonna get it. Yeah. It was, was fun. I, I was had like, the whole shorts on. Yeah, but <laughs> of course, some things, you know, had to have occurred. And yeah. you, did you see the tweet? I wasn't there and then you told me you wasn't there. Yeah, I think I had just left. Either I just left or I just was nowhere near it. Yeah. So we were um, at my friend's apartment when um, I started scrolling through Twitter and saw that they thought there was an active shooter. Yeah. Um, people thought they heard gunshots, so yeah. they were scrambling. And apparently some people were injured as well. Because you know black people, when, when, when somebody run, run it, we all run it. Everybody run. I don't know what I'm running, but like, yeah, I seen a lot of people was like, you know, going into hotels and hiding. And like, Aww. I seen on social media that they had caught somebody and I seen like a thread that mm. they found a weapon. So yeah, that, that kind of like ran on my parade, you know. I I said something to someone about it last night, and I said it's interesting because what's most sad is that it's really easy to believe that someone was there shooting. Like we've gotten to a point where if someone had told me that right. there was a shooter at Pride, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like and that's it would have happened. Is like a lot of us are so like thinking about it already. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you hear the bubblies. Um, <laughs> we think about these things at these celebrations because we do not expect it not to happen. Like, we've seen it happen at events before. Yeah, like we, that. we know that things are capable of happening like that. So, it was sad to hear that and see that, you know, the dynamic changed. But I, where I was at, nothing, you know, changed. So, I, but I left. But that was cool. So, I actually had a run-in with the police, too. Oh! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. So Friday, me and my roommate and his uh, boyfriend, we went out after like, my roommate had a party. And then afterwards, we wanted to get some food. I had just came over. I had just came home. So I didn't get to partake in the party. So I wasn't like drunk or, dr- you know, drinking a lot. So we leave the IHOP um, and we coming back home. My roommate is driving my his ex, his partner's car because um, he was drunk, mm-hmm. but he forgot to turn the lights on. 
So the cops, you know, see that we don't have our lights on. So we turn them on, but immediately when we turn them on, they pull us over. So four police are in the car, but only one person comes to the door and like talks to my roommate. Immediately he's like, how long, how much have y'all been drinking? And I'm like, oh shit, like what is going on? So my roommate is very just calm, cool and collective. It was like, I've only had a glass. Um, I did, This is my, you know, partner's car, blah, blah, blah. And I'm in the back seat. So basically they're like, okay, we need your license, my, my, my roommate, because he was driving. And then he said they need a mind. And I was like... Why do you need mines again? They was like, because um, you said that you weren't drinking because um, I said I wasn't with them. So we want you to drive the car. So we're going to just like run your like your ID as well. So I kind of was like skeptical about that. Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Because I was in the back seat, And the gag is they never took, excuse me, my roommate's partner's ID. And he's Latino. So that was very skeptical as well. So while he's taking, reading me and my roommate's, you know, ID, we're both black, um, three other cops come over on the other side and like, like, you know, keeping a flashlight on a car and things like that and things of that nature. So then finally he comes back and he was like, I need y'all to do a breathalyzer test. I knew it. I knew that was good. Yeah. He's like, I need y'all to do a breathalyzer test because my roommate said he was drinking and then um, I was going to be taking the wheel because he, because I told him I wasn't drinking. So he made us both do a breathalyzer. When I tell you I was, like, scared, <laughs> when I tell I'm you sorry. I did not know what to do, I didn't know if I could just be like, no, I, I don't want to take it. Like, mm. I didn't know, like, my rights at that time, we need, which is we need to very up on them. scary. Because <laughs> like, we, we're going to talk about, you know, but, yeah, um, yeah so I, br- I breathed into it. And correction, I know on my Instagram I said the limit is 1.8. It's actually just 0.8. Wait. But um, I was a 0.3, which I was kind of surprised. And I was, like, surprised I was a 0.3 because I have been drinking a lot. But I know how to handle my liquor. So he was like, okay, you're fine. You're good. You can drive the car. We just wanted to make sure that you were fine. So then he gets to my roommate. And I'm nervous with my roommate because I know my roommate is shorter than me. And he was drinking excessively. So my roommate was trying to distract, blase, blase. And they just made him blow in the, in the thing. So long as we're short, he blew and he was 1.6. I mean, he was a 0.6. Okay. So he was fine. I was fine. But it just was like the interaction was very scary. Like, they gave us a warning. They just told us to, like, you know, just drive safe because we was close to our house. But, like, I just was nervous because... Being in a pol- being in a space with police officers gets me scared as a black man. Mm. Like I don't know what was about to happen. I don't yeah. know if he's going to tell us to get out the car because also my roommates um, they never took my roommate's partner's ID. And if they would have noticed that we were driving my roommate's br- dad's car, so they would have seen it was a different name. But since they didn't take his ID, they didn't like you know correlate that. But I think that would have been a whole other thing if they did that. So mm. I my weekend was fun. Besides that little running with the police because it was so many police officers that was there and I was like, oh God, already I know what they're capable of if we don't be obedient and cooperate. So it's very scary, but I'm here to make it alive. Okay. Make it I'm out. I'm happy you're here. Yes. So. We're all happy you're here. Yes. Yes. That was that was interesting. But also, we had to play Fairy Godmother to you this week too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Because... How did that go? It, first of all, I, I mean, I need to calm down in mm-hmm. general. I just think, you know, I was late. Which is fine, because I have, like, a 9 to 5. So I was coming from work and then grabbing things I needed beforehand. We were doing a cast photo shoot and also just getting a feel, like, a character workshop, as we typically do. Um, And I just needed to get my clothes straight and my... um, my friends were not in their apartment, and you guys also live here. So yeah. I was like, "All is not lost. <laughs> you have more friends." I was so surprised when you reached out to me. You was like, "I need your help." I was like, "Okay." I don't typically do that, by the way. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. So, no, it was just interesting because I, I was like, 
ask them for help. Yeah. I would normally have, like, tried to find something to do, but, like, y'all were right here. Mm-hmm. I was right here. And I was like, just, like, ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Ooh, <laughs> it is. It's so scary, yo. <laughs> I was just so amazed that you guys had come through the way you did. I, mm-hmm. I was just, like... I expected I would just iron my stuff and be gone. I didn't know that you guys were going to, like, help me. <laughs> I had come out of the bathroom. My clothes were laying on the bed. <laughs> all I had to do was put them on. Uh, oh, my God. A bitch is so fancy. We want to put them on you if you need us <laughs> to. But no, no. We oh, knew. my God. We basically knew that, like, you were in a rush or, like, your your reaction. So I was like, the, basically, to kill time is... He do do all the stuff that he needs and to get himself ready, do a bird bath, boom, boom, bath. We hit, like iron his clothes for him, make him feel like, you know, comfortable. Sweet. Because that need like so we nice. didn't you didn't need any more stress to whatever was going through. We didn't even know what the fuck was happening. We just was like, bitch, you get the pants, I get the get the steamer, you get this, you help him with his makeup, like all that stuff was I have a knack for drama, so I was just doing too much. <laughs> I, I was stressed, I was genuinely stressed yeah. out, but I didn't I shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um it wasn't necessary for me to be that stressed out. But you guys were so helpful. And I, like, I remember being in the Uber and thinking, like, wow, they really just came through for me. And I just took that time, which I wouldn't have done if I was driving, yeah. to say, hey, yeah. man, just calm down. It's yeah. all right. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you need to just... Yeah, that was funny, though. I, I, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It just, you know, I, it was funny, just, like, me picturing it. And when you posted, I was like, we were playing Fairy Godmother. And we did make a joke about it. I was like, oh, bitch, we did have Cinderella get to the ball. You did. Thank you. She enjoyed the ball, too. <laughs> she did. So we are going to jump into this little new topic, this little new thing that I want to do, like to start the shows off and things like that. And this is like a mental check in <laughs> because we don't always have that as black men, um, mm-hmm. like conversations where we get to just like check in with each other. So I wanted I have like questions to, that prompt this. But my first question is basically, um, as a black man, do you feel at times left out, forgotten or not cared for mm. by community? Um, you know, I often do as a black gay man. Um, you go first. <laughs> I have to organize my yeah. thoughts about that. Um, yes, I do. Um, I more so think that my emotions are forgotten. Mm. You know, and I think that's because we've been we've had to suppress them for so long that yeah. sometimes, regardless of it being so, it's supposed to be suppressed. A lot of people don't check in, um, with me or ask me, you know, am I okay and things of that nature. So I do sometimes feel like, damn, does anybody think that like. I have. Does everybody think that I have everything together? Mm. Does everybody think that like everything is like put together or like Devery's going to handle it? You know, that's when I think that a lot of the times, sometimes I may be forgotten, and mm. I think that that becomes an issue with black men because if somebody doesn't access or if somebody doesn't, you know, equip us with the materials or the resources to, you know, identify these emotions, we would never figure them out. And I sometimes feel like isolated in my head yeah. when nobody asks me, hey, are you okay? Yeah. You know? And I'm not like, I don't want to be similar. Like, I need to, I need somebody, I need to like have a sh- hat on that says, ask me if I'm okay. <laughs> but I do like the common courtesy of someone asking me genuinely. Yeah. Not, you know, when somebody says, hey, how are you? If they haven't seen you in five years and yeah. like, you just say, okay, but you know, not dive into it. How are you? Like, <laughs> right. I, I really do, you know, at that time, at sometimes do feel like we were forgotten. So it's my little... Thing. I, I feel, feel like I'm that. good at it. No, I feel that. That was a sentiment I expressed earlier today, actually, um, is feeling... And I, mine is typically because I'm so invested in learning how pe- other people are emotionally yeah. um, that I don't always get that question, you know, reciprocated. But um, I I don't know. I've always been a sensitive person, so there's oh, never so been Oh, so that's different, time. dude. Yeah, I, 
there's never been a time where I didn't acknowledge my emotions. Right. People may have invalidated them, and I may have had my own like preoccupations about them. Yeah, but I have always been honest about my emotions mm-hmm. for the most part, or at least even just dramatic about them. I have a flair for drama, so flair for drama. I mean, that's what you're into acting. Totally. This exactly <laughs> I'm just gonna abruptly pass out on you, motherfuckers. I've done that in public several times. <laughs> Ask friends. They will tell you. Okay, child. Okay, <laughs> now you just falling out all over the place. I'm oh, just yes, like... girl. Throughout college, I used to love doing it. I'm mm. pretty sure there are people who probably actively remember me doing it. It had become a thing. Which, in high school, did they give you, like, you know, superlatives where it was, like, most likely to be, like, an actor? Oh, those bitches didn't nominate me for a damn thing. <laughs> I probably should have gotten most changed from freshman year. I was a totally different person oh freshman year to senior. I got most school spirit, which I always hate because I thought that was like a cliche for gays. And then <laughs> most likely to um, be like in entertainment or something. Oh, yeah. No, I see that. So I was like mad when I seen that because I've got that every like superlative because I'm always like the only guy typically. So it's like most school, most mm-hmm. spirit. I'm like, bitch, no, that means most gay. <laughs> like, no. You just picture it truly. Yeah. But okay, so. That was just a little check-in that we need to have sometimes. But yeah, now we're going to go into, like, current events. Ah, that, yes. You know, we, we need to get into that as well as dibble-dabble because that is going on in our lives. And people know that. Why are you You're so excited? I am excited because yeah. first things first, my priorities are lying on Beyonce right now. Ah! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, like, all these snippets of Beyonce just doing the damn thing. Yeah. With Lion King, I yeah. love it. Like oh, her, first of all, oh my wearables. god, those photos! Yes, Whew, I was in. I was at work having a conniption looking at them. She's so stunning. I'm so kind of. Are you talking about the out. wearable, or are you talking about like her just in general? Oh, the um, I guess it was that wearable art. Yeah. Um, the photo shoot she did for that. I was like, come on, beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, but I, I was actually it was her at the at the Warriors game in the Cold Koran. So, you know, I watched the video and I mean like I I've said before, I'm not exactly a member of the beehive, but a bitch is definitely teetering on right. the edge of it. Right. Because I right. have gotten a little angry when people try to come for me like, yes. hey, chill out. <laughs> um so I saw the lady reaching over yeah, Beyonce, like leaning over her to talk to um to Jay Z. At first I was like you know, hey, girl, back up from her man. Right. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody was like, bitch, you can ask her to ask her man. That's right. But then I was just like, well, it's just rude to impede upon someone's space. And yeah. Beyonce looked visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. So something about that woman's presence over her or something about what was happening in that moment made Beyonce uncomfortable. Did you see that? Like, the, 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 the Beyonce shoulder? The nudge. I love it. <laughs> Me out. I, I put it on every social media. <laughs> I tweeted it. Let me know if y'all tweeted that shit too. Like, I literally put my Beyonce, like, I literally put on Twitter today, like, I'm Beyonce shouldering everybody this summer. Like, if you do not get out my way, <laughs> you're getting Beyonce shouldered. That nudge literally took yeah. me out. And so, but the, the thing is that people were like, um, they attacked her on on social media. And I think she, like, deleted her, her, like, Instagram. Which is sad. But like, she was only asking him. I, what I read was she was only asking him what drink he wanted. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> what she right. was talking about wasn't a big deal. What people, I think, were triggered by... And, I mean, it's not us, so we yeah. do need to calm down in general. But people were upset because Beyonce looked uncomfortable. She did. That's why she they were did. upset. But she looked uncomfortable. Beyonce does look uncomfortable a lot in certain spaces. She probably what, is. What I also <laughs> noticed was people, like, run up to her and ask her to take pictures. She gets nervous. She looks, gets very nervous and very uncomfortable. Like, I would, too. Don't like we know it's Beyonce. Like, girl, take one, you know. But don't. Sometimes you need to be in the moment. But like Beyonce be looking very uncomfortable because she knows she can't go anywhere without people like ah yeah. And as celebrities, like I would like want you to be like at least respectful of that. Like say hey girl, I love you and give me a hug. But like not let's take a picture. Like then she got to pose with everybody. Mm. Well, so 
celebrities commented on Stephanie Mills, whom <laughs> I love her, okay, because Jesus. I love the Wiz. Sis got a <laughs> auntie got up on <laughs> Instagram and she made a really passionate post oh, God. about how sis needs to back up. Ooh. And so a lot of people were angry about it. And I just have mixed feelings because on one hand, like you guys know how people feel about Beyonce, the way that people yes. have felt about Michael Jackson. This type of fandom is not like unprecedented. No. It's just scary because the internet is here and people have easier access to attack people and can who go seem like they're, you know, who seem like they're an issue. If, yeah. if, if someone seems like they're causing a disturbance to the person who they're standing, um, it's easier for people to attack them. Because they're behind a, they're behind a fucking yeah. phone. But, you know, and I don't think that they should have attacked that lady. I definitely just, I laughed when I saw the video. I made comments, but I wasn't about to go up there and be like, hey, yo, lady, fuck you. I, it's not that serious. I have other things to do. I know some of these people that are listening probably was in there with the bees. I, and that's fine, but y'all, with the just, bees. Let's, let's just not come for people's lives. Because a lot of people were like, this is a big problem. And I was yeah. like, it's an issue. <laughs> but, I mean, let's also be realistic. This is not a new thing. This type of fandom is not yeah. new. And also, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what are y'all doing? I swear, the beehive. The, people know that they can push the beehive's buttons, and I'm not expecting anyone to just like tiptoe around Beyonce. But I also understand <laughs> at this point we understand what the implications. The strength of, of the hive. Are. Bitch, these bees will be swarming. Jeez. It's not... I mean, Nicki Minaj's fans are crazy, too. Let me know. You just went for the barbs, and the barbs is ready to come for you already. I love Nicki. <laughs> okay. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about Felicity Huffman. And, oh, um, to jail! And was it Laurie Laughlin? To jail! Um, first of all, I loved Desperate Housewives, so hearing about Felicity made me so sad. Um, but you know, they, they need to be punished. Yeah, I just, I seen her, Desperate Housewives, and I also seen her in When They, when they See Us. When They See Us, that which, was... Uh, which I was she, like, uh, girl, we need you to be locked up, throw away the key, mm-hmm. you need to be not fed. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know, these two women, um were a part of a what I guess it would be called a conspiracy. They were getting their children it was a scam. Getting their children into schools um via sports they didn't play and they like canoeing and like paying for their like SAT scores. Like people they were doing too much. They were staging pictures like and her daughter, um Lori's daughter is a YouTuber. She doesn't need she's like has one million followers. She doesn't need this degree. And she made an Instagram, I mean a YouTube video saying the only reason she wants to go to college is to be lit turned up. No! Hey, I didn't even know that part. Yes! Somebody was like, do y'all really think it's that serious that they should go to prison? And I was like, absolutely. Lori was in there taking pictures and photos at the courthouse. They said this is in denial because (laughs) I was watching The View and Megan McCain said um, that she had taken a bargain party. She is trash. Megan is trash. She is trash. She's talking about how they had taken a party bus there. They had shown up to court <laughs> and a party bus. I said, oh, sis is like, y'all not about to phase me. Maybe she feels like she can just think the problem. And she got 40 years. The police was like, you think you're going to just come up in here? Oh, sis thinks she's the, not The judge said, you think you're going to come up in here signing autographs? I think yeah. you're going to just get out? Yeah. We're going to give Felicity some days at home, you know, some on-house arrest. We're going to lock you up and throw away the key, girl. Yeah, I'm sure Felicity So figure was, that out. She was Hit that bell. Did you notice that they didn't say Felicity was in When They See Us? I knew who was in it because um, Jarrell Jerome. Yeah. I follow him. I really enjoy him because of his performance in Moonlight. Um, and he's also just cute. He's, he's, he's he was cute. very good. Corey was very... His portrayal of Corey I in When They See Us... I still have not watched it. I'm not ready. I'm not. So I was like, I need to watch it with a friend, first of all. I'm not about to get up in front of that screen, watch that traumatic-ass shit, and then be sitting there having to deal with my emotions by myself afterwards. So somebody's about to be with me. a lot. I'm not. When one of y'all, whoever loves me, 
come watch it with me because I'm not watching it alone. It's I'm not. It's listen. I know a lot of us. Let first of all, let me know how y'all feel about all these current events and things of that nature, and also the um, you know, mental check in. If you want to, you know, comment on if you feel as a black man being left out, you know, and forgotten. But like, we all need to watch this movie mm. on Netflix when they see us. It is amazingly, you know, the actors, you know, are amazing. The story, we all know it from, you know, the media. But it's just like we get to see how it affected not only them, but the people around them. So many relationships were like, you know, destroyed. So many people like died without people got the proper like, you know, grievance and things like that. And it was just sad. And this is not a first thing. We knew police brutality has been a thing since like the Rodney King movement. But like seeing how these boys... You know, these young boys, not even, like, you know, aware of their rights, were so easily manipulated and so easy, like, mm. you know, abused mentally, emotionally, physically. Mm. And then the court, when they didn't even have the evidence, this is all spoilers, y'all, but y'all can just look up this on I'm about to say it happened. <laughs> when they didn't even have none of the rep- resources, they'd have any evidence to put these boys there. They went on these admitted, coerced videos... Mm. It said, lock them up, lock them up, lock them up, lock them up. And you know, what? Ha- the thing that sold these young men on being locked up was the fact that they put that victim on trial. They put her on the stand. Mm. So they put her on, not for her to admit that she, you know, um, know who did it to her, because they knew she wasn't, because they already knew her illnesses and what happened after, but so that the jurors can see the pain in effect. I, I learned that they rely on that very often. The emotion was what blew me. Was like, we don't care about these boys. We don't know. We don't care if they did it or not. Look at what this look at this woman. They exploited her. They exploited her and they were like, we want somebody to pay. So we want she she was hurt. I mean like And I feel and I'm like that was what 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 that man who had later confessed did to her was downright disrespectful. Like he should be locked up, you know, all that hoopla, throw away the key, put him in a slammer, no food, whatever. But the fact that you all were so pressed and so adamant on putting these five boys that were just there at the wrong time, not even there, but was just in the vicinity at the wrong wow. time and at the wrong place, wow. was very traumatizing to me to yeah. see like what our boys go through, what I could go through, yeah. what we can go through. And it still, you know, is relevant to this day. Like I literally ask people, do you think that this can happen mm. in today's society? That's a scary Twitter. question to ask. You know, it's funny because when, first of all, Ava is really great for raw, for rawness. Selma. She does emotion. She she knows how to create a moment of full emotion. And mm-hmm. so I know this about her. I saw Selma and I loved it. And I remember being so frustrated about my mother who was like, no, I'm not going to see Selma. Because she was like, she said she couldn't deal with the emotion. I was like, but this is real. And I judged her a little bit about not wanting to see it. But now I know what Ava does. Yes. She's going to make sure you are confronted with the realities. Because like 13. She realities. did 13 as well, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. So she's going to put that stuff in your face. And I, I am going to watch when they see us. But I already know I'm going to have to get myself emotionally ready to deal with it so i understand that perspective now yeah. so i'm like all right i'm gonna go into it fully prepared gonna have my armor okay <laughs> well was that all for uh, i believe so there was one more um i was like because girl we, we was, I was about to, i was ready to close it out throw it oh i just wanted to shout out the um baby i there's so one of the things i'm really passionate about is childhood development uh-huh. um and i've been sort of like looking at my niece and how she develops to understand and apply the knowledge I learned from undergrad. Um, 
And so there's a video of this man talking to this baby. He couldn't be any more than one. And the baby is like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Like, baby talk. But he's gesturing to things. He, it looks like he's having a real conversation. But you know they are yeah. having a conversation. I believe that the child knows. Sorry for interrupting. But no, I feel fine. like the child knows what he's saying. Absolutely. But you know, his mouth, his gums are not developed. They haven't learned how right. to use the, the mechanisms of Just their like body to Just like when babies want to crawl. They can't crawl, but they want to crawl so bad. They got to get their body there. I feel like he knew exactly what the dad was saying. He was like, right, mm -hmm, mm-hmm. This child's going to have a wonderful grasp of the English language because that's how I talk to my niece. There's a video. I have a video of me and my niece um, speaking to each other, but like sort of tensely. Um, And I was obviously (laughs) kidding because she was like one and a half or something. But she's like, they're sponges and they're smart. Babies are smart. They can learn as quickly as you teach. You just have to. People think that they have to coddle babies a little more than they do. You don't have to look at a baby and go, ooh, goo, goo, gaga. Yeah, you don't got to speak baby talk. They're going to do that for you. Speak to them like a, like a person yeah. so that they can learn. They're yeah. going to observe. That's their job. When they're babies, they're specifically looking at adults to understand how they're supposed to function. Yeah. They're looking at our behavior to know how to speak, how to interact, to know where they're going to get their comfort from. That's what they're designed to do. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah that is true. A lot of people don't know that because no, my major was human development and family studies. So I literally mm. had to take classes which I love, because at a moment, we're gonna, I'm going to ask you that question at the end, but like, um, we had to learn about how people develop over time. Yes. Like how we do have these 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 um, things inside of us. We're knowing, we know how to move, but we don't know how to do it. You yeah. know, like, I want to do this, I want to do that. As a baby, like, I'm, yeah. So, it was interesting also seeing it with a black man. Yeah, I love that. And I a black son. That. And it was just like, yes, I love these things. It makes me like, every time I see it, I'm like, yes. Yes! I love it. Yes, so... Black excellence, girl. Yes! (laughs) So thank you for these current event, you know, topics and things of of that nature. But I do want to also want to end, this is like a little little thing I was thinking about or I actually told you about was on Twitter, um, I seen this post asking people if they can go back to school and change their major, what would they change it to? And I know me immediately, I said PR, communications, marketing, and journalism. Mm -hmm. Because I want to be somewhere on the red carpet, interviewing people. If I would have knew that this was my passion back then, Mm -hmm. instead of like, you know, going to school for the safe route, I would have definitely, you know, been in those radio shows and stuff like that. So what would you have changed yours to? Theater. I would absolutely have done theater. I I would have done theater. I would have studied communications like I like thought too. I just saw a lot of people who were doing it and I listened to people tell me that there were certain majors that you would not make money from. Um, Little did I know I was not going to strictly like prioritize how much money I was making. Mm-hmm. I was, at some point I was like, well, I got to do the thing that makes me feel purposeful. Like that means so much to me. And if I had known that when I started school, I would have gone a different route. So yeah. definitely theater. Yeah. I think it was my, my, I got pressured into the major. I, when I went in mm-hmm. with not even my parents, but like the school, mm-hmm. um, my parents, like I went in, cause I actually went in pre-physical therapy okay. and then I went to my school and it was like, yeah, you're not going to, you know, Based on your based on your grades so far and whatever, like you're not gonna you're not gonna do well in here. And I was like, I know I'm not. They told you that. But yeah, my, the woman she said, I know you're not patching it because it was like it wasn't like it, it was abrupt. Okay. She told me because she I came to her and I was like my advisor, which I appreciate. She I was always complaining about. Oh, uh, okay. That was, makes sense. Yes, okay. it wasn't like she said you can't do this. I was like, bitch, what? Because I would have <laughs> stayed in that major and got a zero point zero, but I would have been like, ah. <laughs> right. But no, she told me, like, you need to go into something that you feel like is more healthy. Like, so I went into human development, but she was telling me, like, I wouldn't most likely get a job if I went into, like, the communications aspect because mm-hmm. it's so vague. Yeah. Which I still did. I still, with the d- degree that I have, I need to get a master's. 
because so it could be more you know refined but when she said it to me i was like yeah you're right but like now i'm like if i could have like now in this day and age like i could have been somewhere you know on somebody's show, blase, blase. So, yeah. whatever. In hindsight is twenty twenty. Whatever. If I want something, I'm going to make it happen. That's with, right. Without a good degree or not. That's exactly how I've gotten. That's where I've gotten at this point. I'm like, well, I'm going to make it happen regardless, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> if I get it and I can get it, God bless, wonderful. But if it just so happens that that's not the path I'm supposed to take or the path that I take, then I'm going to be okay with whatever it is that I end up doing. Yeah. It's fine. So... Woo! I know we have this opening has been, you know, long, but we're gonna go into what we always do is our Black Boy Joy spotlight, and we are going to do two spotlights each. Well, not one spotlight each, <laughs> so it's gonna be two. And today's topic, we are going to be um, talking about so many. We're gonna be talking about one big thing in general. One of my favorite things ever and it is males in the beauty industry, face, hair, lashes, Beats makeup. God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about that because it is Pride Month and, you know, we have our men in this space as well that was originally a female, only, you know, female recognized space. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in our topic for today. But for our Black Boy Joy, we both have male MUAs yeah. that we want to shout out. Yeah. So you... Who who you want to go first? Me? Rock, paper, scissors? Mercy. Yeah, because oh, look, rock, it was paper, scissors? Come out of my mouth. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Wait, okay, so rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay? okay. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> so, ah, I gotta go first. Okay, so my Instagram bay baddie makeup artist is actually this guy named Vikram. I believe it is V-I-C-M-R-A-M. He is based in LA, but he was originally from New York. He is a makeup artist that is taking over... Um, the male beauty guru space on YouTube. I absolutely love his, you know, art, his um, masculine yet feminine, you know, yeah. makeup and things of that nature. Just because I watched him originally um, just do makeup just because he wanted to do it. Yeah. Not to, like, actually, like, make it, like, a profit. Yeah. And I seen him, like, you know, get his website together, starting to, like, get into YouTube. Aww. And then seeing him move from L.A., I mean, New York to L.A., and now he's, like, on these, like, beauty campaigns. And he's, God. like, posting right. all this stuff. All of that, like, I love seeing that. So, Vikram, it's Victor Ramos. What is it? It's Victor... Um, what did you say? It was Ramos? Yeah, Victor Ramos or Rayman? V-I-C-M-R-A-M? It is Ramos. Yes, Ramos, shout out to you. Keep on slang. Make that coin. It's beautiful. Make it, make it, yes. Ugh. I think his, his abs are sprayed on, but I don't care. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's made up. I think it's, you see? It's cute, I do, though. I do. It's cute, so... No, they look like they're mo- they're there though. Yeah, they're, they're there. there. But yes, mine is to makeup Messiah. I know I love his makeup. Ah, uh, makeup dot Messiah. Um, so I've been following him for probably like two years now. But um, the reason I'm shouting him out number one is because he's gorgeous, and number two because um, one of the, my favorite things about makeup is that you everyone's got a style. Yep. So I've gotten to a point where I can see someone's work and be like, oh, that's Marcus Ward. Yeah. Or I see someone, I see his work and I know because it's got this really like avant-garde, like sharpness to it. Um, makeup is, oh, people know so it's much It's an makeup. artwork, okay? Yeah. I see it and I'm like, 
That's Makeup Messiah. I already know. I, like, will see it come across my timeline on Twitter, and I'll go ahead and mention him. Like, I know that's you, girl. I love your work. It's my favorite. It's just so beautiful, and it's just, like, so much... I assume that he puts so much into it, because you can tell. You can tell when someone is putting their spirit into their craft, because it has its own signature. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate him for that. So I definitely wanted to call... To just shout him out, because I love, love him. Love him so much. Ah, so we have shouted our two makeup artists, but we are about to go into a mini commercial break and then we'll come back and we'll dive into the um, topic of men in the beauty industry. But before we go into that, we can shout out our Instagrams just so that people can stay in the contact and in the loop with us. Yes. Me, I am underscore Lord Devery on everything. It is pronounced Lord Devery, but it is spelled Lord Every with one D, which is underscore L O R D E V E R Y. Mine is Derwin King. <laughs> Um, it sounds, it looks like Derwinking, but it's Derwin King. I'm thinking Derwinking. A lot of people say that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a name, mm-hmm. but nothing's capitalized. So there you go. Um, and that's D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G. You can find me on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter with that name. And we'll be back. And we are back with this episode, getting back into the gig. And like we said, we are getting into this conversation of males in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. which i've seen so many i did not know how many men were like doing the makeup and doing the hair and doing the eyelashes and doing all this stuff that women originally did and to celebrities yeah like (laughs) i've seen so many guys now slaying the hair slaying the beauty makeup slaying the game and we've always been there it's just no one ever acknowledged us Gosh, I love the strides we're making as a community yeah. that people are starting to see that, like, or are starting to celebrate our occupation of these spaces. Yes. Like, that we is true. are here. We occupy these spaces we always have, but people wanted to pretend like we didn't exist until we were doing something for them. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see people receive their flowers for their talents yeah. and for the things that they were put on this earth to do. And not be based on their gender. That's right. And based on their skill. That's I mean, right. You dabble in makeup. I did. And I'm, I I just want to know what made you get into that. Like, I've seen some of your makeup. I've seen some of your YouTube videos. And I was like, sis could do some makeup. So Thank you. Thank you very much. What made much. you actually get into it? Because um, I always wanted to ask you that. A couple of things. When I first started, it was based out of... I'm not ashamed to admit that it was based out of insecurity. Mm. My brows are not full. Um, and it was one of the things that when I was really starting to come to terms with what my insecurities were, I was like, I don't like these brows. And my friend, Tyler, oh my God, her brows are beautiful. She actually does them so well. She painted them more? Yes, and I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. So you people would be like, your brows are beautiful. Who do you, who does them? And she would tell them, like, it's makeup. And they would be like, no way. So I was like, okay, well, girl, teach me. So, you know, I went to MAC, had them do it. I bought the products. The first, like, two months of me doing maybe even the first six, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I was trash. I looked crazy. I was willing to walk around looking a fool because I was learning. Right. But um, I started watching people's videos, um, and I was getting better. And then at some point when I wasn't acting right after school, um, there was a year and some change where I didn't do a single, like, mm-hmm. artistic project. It really filled that void for me. Come on. Sitting like down art. at the t- It is an art. This is when I discovered it was an art form. I didn't know how important it is to me to be creative, to yeah. create something. I would sit at that makeup table for three to four hours, just like thinking of things, playing around with things, making the videos, because it made me feel purposeful. Yeah. Um, and so I really got into makeup because of a need, a need to express myself. Yeah. I would listen to music. It was beautiful. I would hear music and be inspired to do mm-hmm. a look. So I would, I used to, um, 
make I do the um listen to the music, make the makeup look, and then post a video with the song that inspired it. Yes. Yeah. You saw. People don't realize that it is an art. It actually it is, an is an art, and it's very therapeutic, and it's oh, a new form of art. It is therapeutic. Because you're painting your face. It's like painting your face. Yes. You know, like, you know, some people do easels and all that. You're painting your face. It's a canvas. And darling. it's your face is a canvas, which I really, really, like, enjoy and I love. I have dabbled in makeup, but not as much as you all, you have. But I wore a natural, you know, beat just because I wanted to try it, and I, you know, with photography and modeling... It helps you bring out your eyes or bring out, you know, your skin. Yeah. However, I got nervous wearing it because I felt like it was going to break my skin out. Oh, no. You have to do great skincare yes. if you're going to wear makeup. You have yeah. to equally take care of your skin. I used to, when I was making videos about it, I would tell people, make sure you're exfoliating um, your a couple times. Make sure you're cleaning your brushes. Make sure you're yeah. moisturizing your face using your primers. Yeah. Because people don't know that you can't just slap product on your face yeah. and move. You have to actually take care of your skin. And I also thought, when I was younger, I'm being honest, I thought that it was something that would emasculate me even more. I feel that. I understand. Dabbing into makeup. Um, I thought it was, since I'm already gay, you know, and then associating myself with makeup or hair or beauty. If I was interested, I wasn't interested in hair. Like, I love, you know, the men that can do it. But I was interested in, you know, the makeup aspect. Like, wearing a light foundation or a light, you know, blush and things of that nature. But, like, I was always, especially in college, because I've seen it a lot, a wave of it in college, was... Feeling like I was going to emasculate myself or was going to be very obvious that I was walking into a space with a full, you know, light blush or, you know, mascara and things like that. So I know I was very um, closeted with Mm. that, you know, thought of it. I was like, I don't want to be in that realm. I don't want to be in that space. I'm already gay. I don't want to be, you know, feminine. But now I embraced everybody that were, you know, beat your face do it up if you want to practice on my face you could do it i got a beard so i don't know <laughs> no i mean i have facial hair yeah there's an exploration of the self that? in that no not at all i mean sometimes i prefer it like i do find that application is significantly easier without um facial hair but you can also you can touch up the facial hair there's a lot of things you could do it doesn't get in the way mm. i really felt like i i was discovering who i was through through makeup yes um, and there was a por- period in my life when i was specifically trying to understand who i was as a feminine being mm. and so you know i've been buying women's clothing articles for a couple of years now so I, I was already doing that it was a natural step into makeup um and, you know, the craziest thing is while I was doing it, I was often afraid that someone would, like, attack me. I've, I never walked out so without fear. Yeah. I, I would enter spaces and I was 100% aware that I was doing something that was very, very different. And that people would have opinions about that. And that I could be victimized. A target. Yeah. That's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of that being an easy target now. Yeah. You know, I... And I was... It was never like I was afraid of my sexuality. It yeah. was that I didn't want to put a big target on my back for me walking across some... Sp- walking somewhere and I get attacked or I'm walking with a group of friends and I'm harassed or like, you know, assaulted. Like, we know what happened to us. So I definitely was like more of my safety mm. instead of my like sexuality. Because I didn't give a fuck. Everybody knew I was gay, but like, okay, now he's wearing makeup and now he's like, you know, doing that. Like... I felt comfortable in makeup. Yeah. So it, even though I was afraid, I never thought... Let me just not do it. I would go home to the eastern shore of Maryland with full faces, and I know that my family and like people who had known me since I was a kid were so uncomfortable. So you would about go to it. like events? Would you oh, go to events? Yeah, because, oh my gosh! And, you have to think. I'm at the point in my life now where I've gotten used to doing this thing. Yeah. And it seemed completely ridiculous for me to go home and act like I wasn't doing that. Yeah. I was like, I'm already putting these things on social media. Y'all know I do it. So how did they? How did they? How did your family? 
you know, react to you dabbling into something that was quote unquote more feminine. More, more feminine. feminine. They don't talk about things that um, make Black. them uncomfortable. Black families. So it was the way that they were treating me that was um, really, really strong. Like I would notice that they were just like not the sh- the conversation would be short. About the makeup or just you in general? In general. They wow. would they would just try to avoid me so they didn't have to deal with their feelings or thoughts about it. And mm-hmm. I guess and I and I get it. Part of it is like not wanting to necessarily hurt me, but it made them visibly uncomfortable. Um, I didn't care. I guess I showed up anyway. And it would hurt me a little bit. Yeah. I, it's hard to look at people who've known you your whole life, see that they are resistant toward you, right? Yeah. Especially when that's a big fear when you don't come out or when you're not being your authentic self. It's because you're afraid you'll be rejected. Yeah, that's why we all that's why we don't come out. Especially in the black community. Yes, yes. Like, I tell people, I think on the last previous shows, in the white community, coming out is okay. Mm. To me, in my idea. I've seen it. It's okay. For us, we don't want our families to think that we're, you know, becoming somebody else. Well, that's because we... And because I know that a lot of white people and a lot of non-black people experience being ostracized because of who they are. But we have this thing, right? That double jeopardy thing where who we are as gay people comes into conflict with who we are as black people. Like, the struggle of being gay comes in with into conflict with being a black person. So mm-hmm. it's like, these people are looking at you like, your life is already hard because you're black, and you're gonna just, like, complicate it even more yeah. by being who you are? Like, How you, dare like, you? pick a struggle. Or yeah. You, why do you They choose? do say pick a struggle. Right. They say that, and they also say, why choose... It's like a double, you know, it's like a double-edged sword. Or it's like, mm-hmm. why choose another struggle on top of a struggle? And obviously, these no are not chooses. choices. No one chose. None of these things, <laughs> people only say that when you did not choose it. Mm. You know, like, who chooses to be oppressed? You know what? I always thought, the way how I came to terms with that thought process is, if I've chosen to be oppressed, then that means that you were, at some point, faced with that choice as well. That means that you have also yep. had to deal with, oh, am I gay or am I not gay? And you consciously made a decision that you were not, despite however you feel. If that's how you're going to look at it, then that means that we all had an equal <laughs> opportunity yeah. to be or not be gay, and some of us chose not to. So, And I know that's not true for people. Some yeah. people feel it they feel their attraction a lot of people feel their attraction in their soul mm-hmm. um and they know very early on i knew very early on that i was attracted to boys yeah um or at least i had a suspicion of it very yeah. early on i don't think i ever accepted it until college yeah but if if it's a choice that i made it's a choice you made too and that means that you have had to go through the same experiences i did okay. so let's be honest okay <laughs> so did you go back to the like makeup and beauty thing did you ever dabble in um, like your mom's like makeup or no. like grandma's wigs These or anything. Things were unspeakable to me. At most, I probably put someone's heels on and stomped around in them. And I would. Put I didn't even do none head. of that. Like now, I think that I wasn't a real good. No, I'm Girl, <laughs> I put them towels on my head. And <laughs> But I um, never touched my mother's makeup. Actually, yeah. honestly, before I did it, it was never on my mind to do it. I, I had a strict thing about, um, like, gender expression before. when I, Especially when I had come out, someone um, who is a significant family member of mine told me that when I came out, as long as I wasn't, you know... What? That's... Super femme. It's, that's, that's the typical thing that all of our parents say. My mom and them asked me, was I going to start wearing dresses? Or as long as I don't start wearing dresses. As long as you don't... And you that taught was the me question too. Like, dang, now I can't be. If now, I can't express myself. Yeah. Because you know you're afraid of me going into that space of me being gender fluid. Don't tell me not to do something because I'm a I'm rebel hard. at heart. I'm an Aries, honey, and I'm a run straight for the thing you told me. You're lucky to do. I didn't do that. I didn't come into one day with a skirt on. I'm swear. No, I I think getting into makeup and getting into actually. 
really the first step really was when buying women's um art, clothing articles because that helped me understand the gender experience and that actually opened my mind to yeah. um people who are trans understanding what that difference in sex and gender is um and then makeup was the final touch so mm-hmm. i'm very grateful that i got up into it yeah so do you think that like society now that we're seeing like these men in like makeup and these hair taking over or women are actually like by you know reaching out to these men do you feel like it's now becoming more acceptable in our society yeah you know what? it's interesting how women have um helped open the gates for us because there are a lot of women first of all femininity is a thing it is not um, inherent to women. It's mm. just a thing. And so there are a lot of men who have a flair for extraness. So their femininity is spot on. And you'll see a lot of very like average women admire that because that is not the level of their femininity. Yeah. And women embracing us really is what did it, I think. Yeah. Because who do they sell makeup to? Yeah. And if the women are like, oh, the gay men are doing it, then you can say, okay, well, we can use these men to help sell our products. Yeah. Suddenly, because women were looking to us for advice, yeah. or because people were aware that women were looking to us for advice, it had become this thing. So I think people are still really yeah. hesitant about men wearing makeup, but the money yeah. is not. Because here's the thing. I've seen now a lot of makeup campaigns created by men, created by drag queens. Yes. And, you know, a lot of it... First of all, I was taken aback by it because my mindset is this. Um, like, drag queens do the exaggeration of femininity. Yeah. You know, and then also... Larger like, than life. Yeah, larger than life. Bigger than that. We want bigger eyebrows. We want yes. bigger hair. We want this and that. So when I started to see that, and I started to see women, you know, liking that, you know, yeah. going into that, like, let me buy this makeup. Let me go to where they go. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's interesting that, like, before, like... Sometimes I thought women would be like, see, gay people are, you know, trying to be the exaggeration of us. Or, you they know, would say that all the time. And then lesbians were trying to be the exaggeration of men, which is sometimes, sometimes true. It's really just about their yeah. dedication to the gender expression. Yes. That- because I, I've never looked at femininity and said, let me do this like a woman. Yeah. I know what femininity is, and yeah. I wanted to execute it well. First of all, I don't do anything without trying to at least get close to perfect. <laughs> yes! So, if I'm going to be a feminine bitch, I'm going to be the most feminine ah, bitch in come this on. and you're going to know it. Come okay? on, Jarwin! So, yeah. I, I think that people often mistook how we behaved for an impression of a woman, yeah. and that, that's not exactly the case. It is, a, it is femininity. It is us doing and performing our perception yeah. of femininity. Yeah, I've seen, but that's, I've, like I was saying, like, I see so many now makeup campaigns with that are like partnered with men or you know with drag queens and people are buying it selling out because they see the like the skill the art you know also with women and i mean men creating these hair pieces for these women like mm. and i always think about it like always see drag queens and i always look at them and i'm like these women are gorgeous these women yeah. are flawless and now women are seeing the same thing and you know it's marketable it's you're like i keep seeing like you know drag queens like the more popularized ones like you know from drag race like trixie mattel she has a makeup line like Alyssa edwards i'm naming all these drag race queens like they have all these men. Then we also have like men like Bretman Rock, ah, who love does, him. You know who has this collection, and then like the guy I just showed you, Vickham Brown. Yeah. Ram, like he has like a makeup palette and all that, and they're like so. Um, what's his name? Um, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. There are girls I'm not naming. Right. Woo, yeah. child. I'm, I'm only naming like the ones that are like good. Because <laughs> I got right. one on my mind. I ain't some are, some of them. I know. Is it? Mind. Is it? I'm not problematic. The one in the skies. It's the problem. I, I don't want that one or the other one that they just aired out. Whatever his name is, I don't remember the young, his name. the two, 
Yeah. We don't want to say the two. The Skeletor and the thing from um, the little spider show. The one that's touching these straight. No, <laughs> that's right. They already, they already they debunked that, but that was all a money thing right there. Like, I give them... Congratulations when I'm getting their little coin. Jimmy Chuck. That's what I'm going to call him. Let's, Jimmy Chuck. Okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> <laughs> we just went in on them, too. But no, I, I, anyway, like... Yeah, like, I really, I really appreciate the more visibility now. Like, now I'm just seeing these men also go out and... You know, not even just, you know, wear, like, do the women's makeup or, you know, create the makeup, the hair for the women. They also wearing it themselves. That's my favorite part about it. Like, now they're like, okay, I can do it for them, but let me show you what I can do. I have an issue with our our traditional relationship to um, women of power, women who have power or who have money. We are always, like, the the pets it is people's dreams to have a gay, a gay best, best friend. friend yeah i've had that and happen. i was even watching old episodes of real housewives the other day because this is the thing i do for joy i do watch reruns of real housewives from even they're season extra. one they're they're real life drag queens they would bring <laughs> miss lawrence and Derek j around and like have them entertain oh well yeah miss lawrence is gonna do impressions for us and like dance monkey dance yeah. i hate that i hated it so it's nice to see us be able to occupy this beauty space and and do it for us and yeah. not in a service to a cisgender straight person, but literally to go out there, be exactly who we are in any moment and really show people it's okay. I know. I thought I literally fuck with that. I wish that I could, you know, do that. You know, I don't, I, first of all, I don't see myself in a, like, so I'm going to do my makeup. Listen, I am a great test dummy. I got you, girl. Listen, if I'm a great test dummy, but, like, I never... Like, I mean, there's different levels of gay. First of all, that is the pure point blank. Absolutely. There's guys that, you know, dabble in the makeup and all that, and some guys that don't. And me, on other, I just... That's never was something that interested me. Like, when I grew up, I never wanted to wear my mother's makeup. I never walked around in heels. You know, I never wore her clothes. I did play with my sister's Barbie dolls yeah, when I, I played role-playing. Love brats. But, like, there was never an indication from that... For me, so like that made me even question, am I gay? Because <laughs> I like when I was when I, when I when I fully came out, I was like, never did that, never did that. Maybe I'm straight. You know, I had that con- I had that conversation with myself. I understand. This like, is something I think we need to debunk because there are yeah. a lot of men who are super, ma- a lot of gay men who are masculine, and they'll always say, "Oh, I don't dabble in gay things." And and I want us to fix, I guess, the language around that so we understand that gay does... We understand that you're gay and that you don't do what a drag queen does. Yeah. Like, we get it. And you're allowed to exist in that space. But we've got to... I think we've got to get the language around that right. I know people hate being PC. But I think the idea is that if we create language for it, we'll understand it differently. Yeah. So there will be men who feel like... Who don't have to feel like they have to exclaim to the world that even though they're gay, they're not a stereotype. Like, yeah. we get it. We're all well, human yeah, beings. people. people feel like they have to do that so that they're, like, they're, like... I think it's like a like a a, lit, a chain. It is a superiority and they, thing. You know, it's they exactly don't want to be because once you start to wear makeup and like you know the top and the bottom conversation and all that. But guess what? What you're still an f word. <laughs> yeah, you're still. still oh, they're still gonna call you on. No, still, I mean, at the end of the day, you are what you are. You know, they're so gonna. Like, call, I mean, if the minute people know this about you, you can try to make sure you can walk through the world and be discreet all you want to. Just whether people are not, whether people know or not, doesn't matter. They feel this way about you, whether they know they do or not. This is how they feel about people who do the things you do, right. who are what you are. Right. You can't get away from that. But I do believe that if you are not, um, if you were passing. Mm. you are more accepting. Oh, yeah, you got a privilege. Passing always <laughs> comes with a privilege. Like, when the conversation, when I found out what cisgender meant, I was like, wow. Did not know what that meant. 
Did not understand that. Mm. Did not realize I have a privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a gay man, I was like, you a black gay man. I'm like, what's a privilege? But it was because my trans sisters and brothers didn't have that privilege. That's right. And I realized that, and I was like, wow, I I do have a privilege. Like, people want shit, that. Girl. And I did not even think that. I was like, shit. but even trans people, trans people who pass have a privilege that people who don't pass yes. have. We have to be able to see people and accept them as they come. Look at yeah. them as exactly as they showed up and say, hey. I see you, yeah. and I'm. I, it's fine. Shout out to Pose. Yeah, season two. Oh my god! I oh, know. I forgot. I Thank forgot. You. I totally forgot. Thank I was looking you. at my list. Pose comes back June 11th. Tuesday. Shout out to them. We will be watching. Absolutely, we will be watching. If we want to live stream, let us know. If y'all want us to do all that stuff, boom. You, you know, Electra was at the Pride Parade. I seen way. her, and I think I seen um Haley. I was in shock. She, I think Haley yeah, was there too. I, um, but no, that is a show right there that helped with like the visibility of makeup and, you know, um, um, trans, you yeah. know, the, you know, being cisgendered or being passing all of that too. And now it's a mainstream, but no, mm-hmm. that, that's a great, you know, conversation and things like that. It's funny that you said that about mainstream. Cause I know, um, I was watching, a. I watch The View regularly. People call me an older, I'm an older, you are an older woman. Work. Girl, I, I watch I The Real. I, I love. They don't talk about nothing on The Real, but I watch The Real. You're right about that. <laughs> they are full pop we culture, are very little politics. About, we're gonna talk about makeup on our fingers. I love watching The View. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I love Sunny, and also just like they they talk about politics in a way that I feel like hearing. Yeah. Um, but they had RuPaul on there, and he was talking about, you know, drag being more mainstream. Mm-hmm. And Because I've had to organize my thoughts about that, too. Yeah. On one hand, I love it that we're finally making the progress that little boy and me wished. Like, I, I can't express to you how much, it, how important representation is yeah. to me today. Billy Porter inspires the hell out of me because I remember. Yeah. I remember being a kid. I remember looking at television. I remember saying, I hope that one day we can look at the screen and see ourselves. Yeah. Like, His actor's table was really good. I know, I saw when he's talking about the straight men taking the gay role. Yep. Uh, Billy Porter is literally, like, the person I'm looking up to most right now because he's yeah. doing the things I've always wanted to do in this yeah. life. So, it being mainstream is helpful yeah. for that. On the other hand, sometimes it's feeling co-opty. Like, yeah. people are picking it up for yeah. the things that it does for them, which is good. If because it brings now joy, it's that's only, fine. Now what I've seen is, this is not because of, you know... RuPaul did this but now people only go to them go to RuPaul's girls for the drag queens because they're more exaggerated or they're more um, what am I going to say they're more um, what is the word when it's like I don't even know what it's trying to say no it's just like they're the ones that are like exaggerated they're the exaggerated ones and like RuPaul says like when people always ask him, why, is, why doesn't he come here? Why doesn't he come here and drag? Why doesn't he come here? RuPaul always says, because y'all didn't pay me. I know, that's right. Y'all didn't pay me enough to come in these clothes. Know, because right. sitting in this hair, sitting in this makeup, sitting in this corset, sitting in tucked, it's tat. Like they said that about him at the Met Gala. Y'all didn't pay me enough to come as RuPaul. I feel y'all that. Tell, y'all, y'all wanted, I, got, I came as this RuPaul. I feel that, because the girls need to collect their coin. So yeah. I'm not upset about that. And he, his show, he's coming as RuPaul, not as RuPaul. That's true, that's true. You know, so like, I, I appreciate that. I don't, I just have a, I just don't want it to be only his girls, you know, that are able to like go into the space. But they are, because I think the only reason his girls are being, you know, put up to this pedestal is because they're on the show. Yeah. And I believe, like, you don't even have to be a winner. Of the show. Oh, it's, there's exposure in just And because me, that trust and believe, if I did that, if I dabbled in it, definitely if I wanted to, like, get a bigger platform. Like, you know Monet Exchange? Monet Exchange has a TV show, I mean, a web show. Yeah. 
I love the exchange. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know we're going off subject, but you know, this, this, this thing of us being in this beauty and this makeup, it's, it's becoming mainstream, but I don't want it to be like this token. Yeah, you that's know, my like, issue with Oh, okay, like, because you know they already do that with us already, yeah. you know, us being accessories. Like, I've had women come up to me and be like, I want you to be my gay best friend. No, that's not what I'm We could be for. best friends, but I'm not going to be just your gay best friend. So you coming to me about, is he is he clockable, or can you do my makeup, or can you do my hair? Like, I'm I not can't... in your life for you to box me up. I'm not a thing to be kept. Girl, I'm not, not on your, me... I'm not I'm not put on your mantle. That's right. And when you want to take me down. That's right. No, <laughs> I'm you... not that. All relationships here are going to be about mutual growth I've had girls come up to me before, ask me, do I know how to do makeup? Do I know how to do hair? And then when I told them I didn't, she was like, then are you gay? I just don't engage. I was like, it's not even coming from my brothers. It's coming from my sisters. Like, ugh. Because uh, it took me a while. Because I knew, I knew early on that that made me uncomfortable. I didn't understand why. And I finally got the language for it. And I'm not going to be kept by anybody. I say that every time. I had a woman reach out to me and say that. I was like, I'm not your accessory. I'm no, not I'm not. To be disrespectful. I'm not your accessory. I'm a whole... F- person I'm with emotions person. and desires and goals and you're going to recognize me for every bit of that you will not get to choose what parts of me you enjoy and exploit yeah. them not for you because if that's the case i would never open up t- i won't open up to you by anything that's right like if i'm at work some people wanted me to like tell them on the gay lingo and like because i have people at work that come by and they know i am but they never like i never said i was so they'd come down and be like so um i'm wearing this type of hair do you think that i should wear this type of hair or that hair or i want to dabble in this i want to wear this lipstick i have residents so i'll be like i don't know because yeah. i'm like because they're asking you as if you would yeah because when people ask me and i know i know that so when people ask me i know they know i know but i'm like why can't y'all <laughs> let us collect our bag why didn't y'all let us collect our bags now y'all letting us collect our bags in that space mm. you know yeah so that's my thing but i want to get back into it how do you feel about that and trying to seek a partner oh makeup you know you being oh, girl, so- why would you ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like and this is me being honest and being a man and being just transparent. <laughs> I know some guys will be like, I don't want that. I don't want that femininity. I hate you so much for asking In my question. face. I once made a video about this back in 2016 uh-huh. because, um, you know, I, I started doing this early in my adult life. I was mm-hmm. 20 when I started putting makeup on my skin. Um, and- <laughs> I started putting makeup on my skin. <laughs> And I remember feeling really insecure about being a feminine person looking for love. Um, and excuse me if I get emotional at any point during this conversation. Girl, because we, it's still this is something space. I'm exploring. This is space. You have to first really get to a point where you accept that it you're still valuable because mm-hmm. you're doing something that people often reject. Yeah. It's a hard thing. And somebody to will love you. It, if that's not somebody's preference, you can't be mad at them, nor, you know... You know, you just can't be mad at them. Like, you're missing out on an amazing person. But you think about it, and you've heard this message. You yourself have heard mm-hmm. this message when you're growing up. Um, femininity is demonized. It as, is. And especially in men. Yeah. Like, people already hate women. So when they see feminine traits in men, yep. it, it is it's some like, what of the... what the fuck? No one... People have not looked at me lower for any other reason than because I'm a, I'm a feminine man. Yeah. Um, and... What I am thankful for is learning how to navigate through masculinity and femininity. I'm glad that I have a relationship to both gender expressions. That is good. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's helped my and survival. Some may, but my, some people may say it's an exaggeration, though. 
Yeah, I mean, well, because gender you know is a exaggeration. Yeah, gender is a performance. So mm-hmm. no matter how you're doing it, everyone's performing when they step out of the home. Um, yeah. If you are, I mean, of course, one, some of them feel more natural. Yeah. But what you do is always a performance. Mm-hmm. Performance is behavior. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dropping gems. So I mean, there were a number of times when I was meeting men, and I thought I would have to mask it up, but. Once you put on a show, when you meet someone, if you develop a, a relationship with someone based on a projection yeah. of the self, um, you're going to feel enslaved to that self. Um, and at some point I said, well, if you don't love me for how I show up, do I really need to have you in my space? So do you show up in makeup? No. Um, so I, I wear makeup when I want to. Yeah. I do it a little bit less because um, having a full face on can really feel cl- <laughs> it, it, like It clogs the pores. Yeah. It feels heavy. Yeah. And I've gotten to a point now, like, I wear makeup. I wore makeup yeah. the other day, but now it's so little it's just like a little bit of concealer enhancements because i hate what it feels like to have a full face on it's heavy it's right. if it's hot it's sweaty Ugh. but um i do let men know i wear makeup so if they ask me for my instagram i'm gladly going to give it to them and Boom. if you want to reject me that's fine that just means we don't need to be in each other's space yeah. like i've gotten to a point where i understand now that yeah. i'm not missing out on anything yeah. we're just not compatible yeah and i'm totally fine with that if you were going to have an issue with it we're not even going to have in-depth conversations like what we talk about has already lost its value because you haven't even investigated gender expression you have no relationship yeah i get that so i have also this this conversation about prejudice versus preference Mm. um and Mm. i i'm thinking about this because i thinking about this conversation i've had this conversation in this interaction with so many people and i've had people come up to me and you know try to flirt with me that like are trans or you know something of that nature or you know wear makeup and something like that and if mm-hmm. i say i'm cool like we could be friends or something like that and then they spaz on me mm-hmm. like is that is that an issue like that i just be like we can be friends we can be cool or is it like you don't like me because of it's not it's, and it, and it's never because of they're trans or they're wearing makeup it's because they're not my they're not my type, but so, they immediately go to the trans or the makeup. I love it that you brought this up because <laughs> my friend and I actually just went through this. Um, yeah. on an app, uh, we were receiving messages from someone that um, is a gender we're not attracted to. Right, and <laughs> <laughs> so it was this thing where he was like, "What do I say?" And he was just gonna go through the the motions, having the conversation. And I was like, "Well, do you want to be friends with her?" It's like, I mean, I'm not looking for friends right now. So you don't have you don't have to pretend to talk to someone just because you don't want to be rude and reject them. Yeah. At some point you're gonna have to reject someone you don't want. Right. Yeah. At some point you let yeah. me re- let me repeat that. Yeah. At some point you're going to have to reject someone you don't want. Yeah. It is a part of what you like. Now, yeah. I encourage everyone to explore what your preferences are yeah. and understand why you have those pre- preferences so you can at least understand what the yeah. implications are, but you do not have to pretend to like someone because you feel wrong for I, not liking I, them. But I do feel in our society sometimes that we're pressured. Some people pressure you. Like if I'm like, "Oh, like is it do you, are you homophobic? And then are you transphobic? Yeah, are you like Because that that's a thing. <laughs> it is it is very much a thing but I think sometimes people like you know do that and I should be like no no I'm not like you know some people feel like they gotta be guilt tripped into it yeah well we need balance like, I'll be like this wait I'm not disrespectful like I went to a drag show before and there was this guy that was like and it wasn't his demeanor was, he was very in my face and very aggressive with mm-hmm. me and I when me somebody's aggressive with me it turned me off Okay. And, you know, they were just like, so do you want to let's exchange information? I was like, no, I'm fine. And then he or she, she stepped back. I was like, it's because I'm a queen. And I was like, see, no, no. So the other side of that is when you've gotten used to being rejected for something that's so innate to you, um, you start to develop resentment. 
mm. um, toward people for that. And that's the balance, right? But here's the thing we have to remember. It's not our job to fix people's insecurities or self-esteem. All we can right. do is try to create an environment that is as least hateful as possible yeah so once you become aware of how transphobia works when you reject someone don't be transphobic when yeah. you're doing it just be honest and yeah. be and be compassionate yeah. hey i'm so sorry um i know that like people are typically messaging for this reason if i'm not looking for friends hey i don't want to be friends with, like yeah. with anyone right now i'm looking for sex whatever yeah. or i'm looking for dates and i'm not attracted to people who subscribe to your gender yeah that's that's okay it's okay. Oh, but that I know for me, like, because I'm cisgender, like, I feel like I'm just I, I'm just talking right now. This is we're just having this conversation because you're helping me right now as well. <laughs> it's just like I feel like sometimes like it doesn't like it doesn't like if I don't my thing about it was like I don't usually tell my preference when I come up to somebody like, hey, I like you know. You just go up to what you like. I go to what I like, and then if you come to me and then you know dabble into something and I like you ask me a question, I say no, I'm not fine. Is that pre? Is that's that's pre? That's not prejudice. That's preference. So listen, first of all, you don't always owe anyone an explanation. <laughs> and if I'm missing out on a good person, them. if I'm missing out on a dope, great person, that's my loss. It in is. my opinion. But also, like, <laughs> look, I meet yeah. a lot of women yeah. who are dope people. Oh, that doesn't mean I need to date them yes. if I'm not attracted to them. Yes. No. I think women's bodies are beautiful. I think Me women too. as as a whole, I think women are beautiful. Yeah. They're human beings. We're all human beings. Whatever. Yeah. Um, But if I'm not attracted to a woman, what benefit do I get out of feigning attraction for her? I'll easily tell a woman I'm not attracted to you. Now, if I tell somebody that's trans or somebody that's wearing makeup and they're coming at me aggressively in my face... It's different. But if a woman, I'm like, it's... I don't want you. That's fine. No, <laughs> I, I think we need to... I really just think we need to develop a really healthy yeah. balance yeah. for being honest about what our preferences are, but not making people feel less than. So the issue yeah. is not that you you are not attracted to yeah. trans women. That's not no, a problem. Yeah. The issue is that there are people in this world who are not compassionate yeah. to what trans women experience, yeah. and they get on these platforms, and they reject these trans women's existence yeah. before the trans women even have a chance to try to explore, you know, what they want, who they want it with. And if there are people... Of course, there are people. If people are being honest about whether they like it or not, it's just like... If you can't express... No, no, no. If you can't live a preference, because we don't have to always express our yeah. preferences, it's not important. But when you express your preferences, I think that's when it becomes prejudice. Because if you put it in your Tinder... That's right. If you put it in your your grinder, if you put it in a bio anywhere, that's unsolicited, you know, saying, I don't want nobody to wear makeup, I don't want nobody as trans, I don't want no, I don't want no fats, no films. Yeah. That's when it becomes prejudice to me. Because... How do I benefit from knowing what your preferences are? It, I don't care. I don't. Just <laughs> live, them. live them. But when you already ostracize a whole group... That's like what people say. I don't like black guys. I, no blacks. Right. Like, no fats, no fams, girl. To me, it's like, you keep that to yourself. Yeah, like literally, you don't have to respond. You don't have to respond to my message if you're right. not attracted to me. I understand. I do understand that no response is a response. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I've gotten to a point. But this is the other yeah. half of that. And I know that this message is not going to be received completely well. Listen, it's We have to be okay with ourselves and our place in the world. We can both fight for our freedoms, for our justice, and also accept ourselves in spite of them. Yeah. Okay? So, and I know it's hard. I've gone through this. Yeah. I, it took so much work for me to accept who I am as a makeup-wearing feminine gay man. Mm-hmm. I had to get to a point to understand it's okay for people to say they don't want my black ass. That's fine. Wow. That doesn't take away my value. It's hard work. 
and not everybody's going to get it. I'm not judging or telling anyone that they're wrong for it, but yeah. I need everyone to understand when confronted with this issue, you have to do the work. You yeah. have to learn how to love yourself through those ups and downs. You have to learn how to love yourself through rejection because you cannot control how people consume you. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah. Do you think there's such thing as too much makeup? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. I do. I used to think it was so stupid when people said it because I felt like they were trying to control people. I hate nothing more than people trying to control what other people do. If you want to put an entire palette's worth of makeup on your face, do it. I'm going to let you know it's not necessary. I'm going to let you know it often looks crazy, but live your life. No, I see the girls putting on so much makeup, right? And um, it doesn't look good on camera. It looks like it's, layered. it's sitting off of the skin. Yeah. You, it, you can tell it's too much when it's sitting off of the skin. Um, I think people don't understand that it's not super important. Like the the day I realized I didn't have to put foundation yeah. on, I said, oh, wow, I feel so liberated now. <laughs> Just throw some concealer up there. Yeah. Well, the girls think that no makeup looks yeah still have full foundation no. full highlight and contour yeah. no 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 no, girl you can just put a little bit of high yeah. <laughs> contour on other cheeks a little yeah. bit of concealer underneath the brow you don't have to do a full face yeah. you don't have to do eyeshadow i put blush on my eyelids yeah. to make it look like the way it looks like the blood is there yeah it's easy people okay. don't know that no makeup can literally be little yeah. makeup Mm. See, I love skin. So my thing is, I love the skin industry, the like mm. the way that men take care of their skin. Mm. I am a. If you look at my like, you know, my um, you got some corner, products out there, girl. I, I got some products for my gross. skin. Oh. Ah! I love that. Like when I see men taking care of their skin like that. Like I seen, I have a friend um, that does like skincare for um, different like Lush. Yeah. He does like Fenty like stuff like yeah. you know also Vinci has like a, on Instagram she has um, a space for men yeah it's for models when they do light makeup on the go because a lot of the men makeups things that I was seeing because I like that one is it looks like you don't have any on yeah I love doing that now that I is, love doing that, that I see Rihanna has, like, has a whole page on her YouTube she's a smart businesswoman because I said when you do that men are going to buy it because they, a lot of guys want to get the wrinkles especially models yes. because her target is going to be male models yes. they want to get the wrinkles or guys like us um to you know, did you notice that that's what I was using when I was putting on makeup the other day? Yeah, I I, I go, looked at that. I have those sticks. Those concealer sticks are magnificent. Yeah, I listen. I'm going to buy one if I know how to do makeup. I don't know how to do makeup. Oh, girl, we but, can go through a whole thing. Your skin, by the way, is perfect. You have beautiful skin. Thank, you're not the thank you. You're the first second. You're not the only. You're not the first person. I don't. I mind my business. Drink my water. I, I say that all the time. <laughs> I say that all the time. Everybody asks me. I don't know what to say. I mind my business. Drink my water. That's why. I, <laughs> That's why I don't like to wear makeup because I used to, I wore it in college. You're, I know. Oh my God. I wore it in college and it, I wore it for like two to three weeks. So I got like, I went to Sephora and got samples, but like it didn't make a difference. I don't, I don't, I don't see that going well if you didn't have any direction. I know. Cause now I went in there and she helped me. Okay. I, Cause I don't know my skin tone. Which, I didn't know my skin tone. It was nice. Right. No, no, no. She was black. Okay, but. I needed to know because somebody matched yeah. me with a light foundation shade and told me to put some dark, dark, dark ass powder on it to, over top of it to balance it out. So oh, sometimes Jesus. those girls don't know what they're talking about because yeah. she could have just given me my shade. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I believe I think men like in the skin space as well is doing good because I had a, I had a question on it has yeah. seen, people on Twitter was asking if a guy gets his um is it feminine um if a guy is getting his eyebrows done you know or is it simply him just taking care of himself? <laughs> Bitch, he taking care of himself. That's the reason why men don't understand that wiping your ass is is like Woo! a thing to do. Child, when I found that out, <laughs> the girls when I found that out their ass. When I found that out that some men 
were afraid to hit that spot with a wet wipe or something. I'm a man's man. I'm a man's man. I don't, man, man. I don't they, take care of myself. I said, you nasty. These are you gross as fuck. Like, I found that out. I said, oh, girl, I'm glad to be gay then. I am glad to be gay. I heard the girls were eating the men's booties, and I said, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the girls are suffering. Oh, the women are suffering. I ch- I, they be struggling then. Oh, they be struggling. Because I, mean, I, 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 uh, that'll be the day. I, she, if you know day. nothing else about me, none, understand that my ass is clean, okay? Ooh. I understand that, period. We went left, child. We sexual said we or going. non-sexual, I'm letting you know it's clean. I clean it. You should too. <laughs> yes. Male, female, straight, listen. Period. It's a PSA. Clean your asses. Oh my God. <laughs> so, to close out this little topic, because we just have fun, we're going to play a little quick game. I need oh, you to pull out your timer. A game! You're to pull out your timer, right? Oh, okay, girl. So, this is just a little trivia thing for both of us. In 15 seconds, we both are going to have to name five boy MUAs. In 15 seconds. Five? Boom. In 15 seconds. Oh, my God. Do I we're going to have to do... I'm going to have to name girls I don't like. I know. Ah! Do don't do this Five to me. and... I'm going to let you go first because I can't name the ones that you name. So, in 15 seconds, right... You get to name five boy MUAs to close out this episode. Right, this part. Know five. Ready? Yeah. Three. Two, well, I put up three. <laughs> three and two and one. Go. Okay, so poetic drugs, makeup messiah. Um, I got my girl back in the day, Star Milan. Um <laughs> Yes! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, now I'm stuck. Five, four, three. Two, oh, Justin, Marcus Moore and Justin Forever Done. <laughs> Woo! Yes! You were so Oh my god, the you stress so killed me. I know the girls, the stress did too much. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, breathe, honey, it's okay. not real. <laughs> so, your time, you gotta put the timer on for me. Yeah, girl, I got you. And I might be problematic because I, I also did not know, I didn't think of any off the top of my head. Well, that's good that you know that. Okay, but I might cheat, but I'm gonna not. So, One. let's go. You ready? Yeah. Two, go. Uh, my best friend, Tone Classic, you. Um, Vic Room. I mean, Victor M. Room. Um, Bretman Rock. Um, Jeffree Star. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Jeffree Star. Um, what's his name? James Charles. Um, Bitch, you are <laughs> the drag queen. No, because I'm the drag queen. This is why I was stressed. This is why I was stressed because I said, girl, you better not. No I know, matter right? what you do, do not I say did that it. name. I did it on purpose. Oh, you sneaky bitch. I did it on purpose. Oh, you sneaky I did it on purpose because Jeff, I mean, because um, Poetic Drugs, Black Boy, amazing. My best friend, Tone Classic, amazing. Star Milan, come back, amazing. What is this? It's so many. I know, but I did it, I did it funny. No, it's funny. Because I, I literally <laughs> think about them too. Because I, I literally had, no, I started to get panicked. I, 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 I was panicked. Patrick Star. Oh, bitch, I should have said Patrick Star. Him. Oh, my God. Yes, so I'm many, Nikita Dragon. I'm going to just include her. Yeah. I'm like, but it's a lot. There are a lot. The so, guys that do hair, Cliff. Um, um, Oh my god, yeah, I didn't even think about him. What was Japanese faces, Japanese so I should have said. Um, what's his name? Oh, um, damn, Tokyo. Man. Tokyo Styles. Because that's hair, yeah, yeah, Hair. Yeah. I'm thinking about all of She's us. gorgeous, though. Like, it's a lot of us. Wow, you stressed me out, Debra. Armand, what's his name? I forgot to say his or not. Or not. Alonzo, Armand. I don't know how to say the name, but I'm sweating now. Yeah, that's I'm over like this. Stress <laughs> me. Woo! How dare you? I said we got to play this game, and it was abrupt. It's and I didn't even study. Sunday, and here we are. <laughs> if y'all know some, put it in our messages. Put it, send it yeah, to girl, us. Give these 
these girls a clout because the beauty industry is not elevating them to the way that they did Jeffree Star and James Charles. And I'm not going to go on this Woo! rant today, but I'm so sick of that shit. There are black girls changing the beauty game, okay? They are expressing themselves and making these girls feel great, okay? The girls who do the makeup, they they love it. So they should be getting the shine that the Jeffree Stars and J um, James Charles are getting. And there's absolutely no reason why Brett Man Rock isn't up there with them. They should be on all the campaigns. The girls are getting shine here and there, but they should be way more elevated than they are. And that's my last piece on that motherfucking shit. And Derwin Talks. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the segment of Derwin Talks. He read it in. Every, we're going to do that segment every now and then. Because that shit makes me mad. Child, yeah. I think uh, they need to give our brown boys and girls, our brown boys and trans give them girls, their flowers. to give them their flowers. Give them their flowers. Because it's a shame that mm. they're not getting it. Oh, Jesus Christ, I know that was hot. So I'm in sorry, closing, <laughs> I want us to also, you know, thank you all for listening. I know this was a longer episode, but we had so much to talk about. We just wanted to, you know, have that, you know, conversation out here and all that. Please write in, um, subscribe to it. Um, that Black Boy Joy podcast is on streaming, all streaming platforms. Um, I also want to bring men that are straight, identify as straight onto the show as well. And that's what I want to talk about. Do you think that is hard to get mm -hmm. them to come onto this show? Um, I'm really good with people. But <laughs> I've met a lot of straight men. Because um, I'm being transparent. Because like, that is one thing I wanted. Because I wanted to be a space for men to be all men. Yeah. And I don't want the conversation, which is okay. Because the conversation is going to go wherever it goes. But like, I also want to have a variety of men on here. Yeah. Like I've had men that were in open relationships, bisexual, you know, men that wear makeup. Yes. But I want to have, I do want to have a guy on here that identifies as straight. Um, on the show as well. So you yes, so. I know straight men. Um, and so it, it's not impossible at all. You just want to have um, a straight man who's going to come into the space and be authentic. You yeah, want someone who's too conditioned by yep. what a lot of men have been taught about manhood. Yeah. You want someone who is going to walk in here with their authentic experiences and share in a space with the, the two of us. Me, because I'm the one that's extra. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. And, and really speak his perspective. Yeah. Um, and if you... I mean, yeah, that's it. That's I just... I know me. I, I don't have that many straight friends mm -hmm. um, that are willing to come onto this platform. And... Um, oh, girl, I'm going to find you one. Oh, girl, you want a straight man? I'm going to find you one. you one. I'm going to get you one. I do, because <laughs> I want them to come onto the show. And I want to be authentic and genuine. So, like, I don't want to force somebody on the show and be, like, like a guinea pig. Mm -hmm. I want them to come onto the show, and I want them to have, like, honest conversation or dialogue with us. Especially about, like, our, you know, us being gay or, like, lifestyle or, like, how, you know, um, they have been in their life and all that. So, I want to have, like, an organic conversation. Not, like, so how do you feel about gay people? You know, like, I want them to ask us questions. Like, so, how is it hard for y'all to find love? Or, you know, I do how... want to hear what that dating experience is like for them. It's, we all know what it is. It's so much in mainstream. But men don't talk about their feelings yes. as often. Straight men don't often talk about their feelings. So, yeah. there's a they're having an experience that we're not necessarily, yeah. like, cognizant of. Mm. So. so, yeah, so... Um, if y'all have any straight men that y'all would love to, you know, think that would be great for the show, please add us, um, put that in our Instagram. You have any, send them, send them my way. We can break it down, have a conversation. Yeah. But, um, to close out, be in love so much with who you are. I think, what yes. I said, be in love with yourself. What, how do I say it again? Be in love with, oh, God, I'm, I'm a little tipsy. Walk in your truth and be so in love with who you are. Oh, I love that. That's what I'm trying to say. The days may be different, but I love you the same. <gasps> That's yours? 
No. Oh. I, I got it from a song. <laughs> hey, everyone listen to Leave Love Be by Brandon Williams. It's got Moonchild um, and Alexis Isley, and it's really beautiful. The lyrics are great, and it's a good song to love yourself to as well. Boom. The days may be different, but I'll love you the same. Mm. So, if you want to write us, our Instagram is that Black Boy Joy Podcast. If you want to hit us up in our email, it is that Black Boy Joy Podcast at gmail.com. I'm your boy, Lord Devery, underscore Lord Devery, on all streaming, streaming platforms, <laughs> on all social media platforms. And I'm your girl, Derwin King. Yes! I'm and- known as Joan. That's J-O-N-E, period. Joan. <laughs> Joan. Oh, yeah. Wait till you guys get up into my Instagram. You'll see Joan there. Um, I've been referring to myself as Joan for like three years. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, girl. Who is Joan? Um, the girls are going to get so confused with my name. There's four of them. I, I'm is. okay with it. Because I, I, I had to literally get conditioned to call you Derwin King, but your name is not Derwin King at all. I, I'm letting people call Where me. Where did that? Did we talk about that word, your name? Yeah. It, um, social media yeah. handle I made in high school to separate because they were, uh, were so, hey, Whatever you do on social media is going to follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I tried to separate it by having a, a moniker, and it was Derwin King. I love Derwin from the game, so I made it Derwin King. It's oh. exactly where it's from. Oh, wow. Mine's just from, um, I think I talked about it, Scott from the Kardashians. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Lord, just a, but, you sure did. yes, um, listen to us on all streaming platforms, and we are out of this beat. What really make you happy? Weave when you feel grabby, or weave when you're her nappy. Or growing up and never had a daddy. Now you stun on your pappy. That's what you call black boy.